Morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. Okay. Coming to you live from the Summerton community, Kyle of Summerton, Philadelphia. We are wrapping up a beautiful week with, um, usually, this is our final Derech Hashem installment of the week, but for this week is Friday morning, excuse me, Erev Shabbos, and this is our first Derech Hashem installment of the week. Baruch Hashem has been a busy week. Uh, got back from Erev Yisrael just a few days ago, and we had some other things that we were discussing uh, in the meantime, we did Parsha yesterday, so we will have at least one installment of Derech Hashem this week before we call a wrap for Shabbos. Um, so let's resume where we left off about a week and a half ago, and that was Chelik Dalid, Perik Vav, Simen Yud, Dalid Vav Yud, the fourth section of Derech Hashem, the sixth Perik, and the tenth paragraph, and the Ramchal has been moving uh, forward here through uh, exploring and explaining the daily routines of a Jew, what we do and why we're doing it, and we went through a lot of things so far. We went through Shema, what's going on when it says, Shema Yisrael Hashem L'Kena Hashem Echad, Baruch Shem, what the significance of Tzitzis is, what the significance of Tefillin is. He gave us beautiful insights into so many different mitzvahs over here, and after we have finally put all that together, we're ready to discuss davening itself, Tefillah, the component parts of Tefillah, the, okay. um, the numbers of tefillah that we do per day, shacharis, minchan, mayriv, and the component parts of shacharis. We're going to start with shacharis, we're going to go through all the sections of shacharis, and we're going to go, move from shacharis to mincha to mayriv. And let's jump right into it, Rabbi Yisai. Yud, v'ulam. Klal ha-tefillah mischalik la'arba chalakim. Davening, which is what we're ready for now, because, remember, we... Woke up in the morning. We did Negel Vasser so far. The Ramchal explained the significance of washing your hands when you wake up. He explained the significance of putting on tzitzis, putting on tefillin. Now we're ready to move on to davening, and that's mischalik la'arba chalakim. Davening breaks down into four sections. There's four primary sections of davening, and he means shachris, okay? Four primary sections of tefillah shachris. So Rishon, the first section of shachris is hakarbanis. The karbanis that um, composes the first 50 pages. There's, this is what's known as the 50 mysterious pages in the beginning of your Siddur. We kind of like skip. And we, uh, we see there's brachas, there's maida'ani, asher yotzar, that's nice, that's really, really nice. And there's like 50 mysterious pages that we skip to get to the Zimra. So those 50 mysterious pages, that's karbanis. We have to read this. Excellent question. Excellent question. Let, let's let's we're going to speak all that out. This is this is an opportunity for us not just to get the hashkafa, the insights behind karbanis, but maybe some halachas, the halachas of karbanis. Reb Moshe is asking an excellent question. Do you have to say? It? Do you not have to say it? So most people don't say it. They don't even ask this question. Reb Moshe is at least asking the right question. Most people just skip it, and that's why they're known as the fifty mysterious pages, which are there in the beginning of your siddur. The Ramchal is referring to karbanis as a section of davening. That's the first of four sections. What's going on with karbanas? Why do we say karbanas? Talk about all these different sacrifices. Why do we do that on a daily basis? Um, and do you have to say them? I mean, if the Ramchal is referring to that as one of the sections of davening, it would seem you've got to say it. Because if you're skipping karbanas every single morning, then you're skipping the first section of tefillah. So, so hold on, let's try to do this one aspect at a time. The first section of tefillah, says the Ramchal, is Karbanas. Hasheni Psuke de Zimra, the second of the four sections of davening is Psuke de Zimra. Right, so that we know that's what starts from Mizmor Shir, Baruch Sha'amar, Hoidu, Ashrei, Halalukas, Az Yashir, 
concluding with Yishtabach. That's Pesukah de Zimra. Hashlishi, what's the third section of Tefillah, of Davening, of Shacharis? Kriya Shema Ubir Chayseah. Shema and its brachas. Shema and its brachas is the third section. Haravi, the fourth section, Hatfilah, is Shmona Esrei. The silent Amida, Umashala Achareho, and we throw into Shmona Esrei what comes after Shmona Esrei. That's Tachanun Ashrei Uvaladzian, Lamatzeach Shishal Yom, all the concluding parts of Davening that come after Shacharis, after, after Shmona Esrei. Okay, so he's giving us four sections of Davening. And what's, what's conspicuously absent from these four sections? There's something that's missing here. Again, what are the four sections? Karbanas, Pesukah, the Zimra, Shema, Shemona Esrei. Something missing. Well, okay. So, technically speaking, he didn't mention this section, but he did just say, as we just read, the fourth section is Shemona Esrei, Umash, Shalacharei, Shemona Esrei, and everything that comes after Shemona Esrei. <laughs> what? The morning brachas. Birchas HaShachar is missing. All the morning brachas, that's missing over here. Birchas HaTorah. The brachas and, and um, you know, the 15 brachas that you make of, um, of, um, of thanks, of praise to Hashem in the morning. Hashem didn't make you into a guy. Hashem didn't make you into a slave. Hashem opened your eyes, etc. Asher Yotzar, Elikain Yashama. That's missing over here from this list. Not to be found. We'll, we'll get into that, but the, we'll say the, the um, immediate, immediate answer to why it's absent is that it's included in Carbonus. There's more to be spoken at over in, in that as well, but for now, for now we're going to go with this approach, which, which is not incorrect, that Carbonus is including the morning brachas. Okay? Included in Carbonus is the morning blessings. Asher Yatsar, Elokai Neshama, Birchas HaToyroh, and Asher Nosan Lasach Vivino, all the way till Hamavir Sheino. All those blessings are included in Karbanis. So we have, again, four sections. Karbanis, which includes the morning blessings, we're saying, Pesukah de Zimra, Shema, and Shemona Esrei. And now that the Ramchal gave us the introduction to the four basic sections of Tefillah, of Shacharis, he's going to explain what each one is doing. So we're going to have now a fascinating... Um, development and exploration of what each of the sections of Shacharis is doing and, and um, why each one is a necessary component and how they fit together and, and blend together. And he's going to go now through them one at a time. And as he goes through them, we're going to try to figure out and how to, what, what our take and approach is halachically to each of these four sections. We understand hashkafically what they're doing. Ha-karbanis. Let's, let's return to the first of the four, which is karbanis, starting with the morning sacrifices. Hakavona behem What is the intention? What's the what's the focus? And what is the objective of the section of davening that has to do with karbanis? Who letar ha'olam kuloi? Karbanis is there to purify the world, purify the world, to clean the world up, purify the world, purify. Let's see. Ulahasir mimenu kol mashu ikuv umenia elbias hashefer elyon boy. It's there to purify the world and to remove from the world anything 
that is getting in the way of Hashem's radiance. Now here I want to stop. Now here's the right opportunity, right, right, right moment, and right place for us to stop, take a step backwards, and to put a lot of things in, into perspective. Um, now that we finally see like where the Ramchal is going with this, um, the first of the four steps which is Karbanis, he's telling us the objective and the point of Karbanis is to purify the world, which is add a little bit, to purify the world. Um, purification, Tahara, we generally associate with, with um, you know, you need a device to purify. Purification comes through a mikvah, maybe through para aduma. How is it that saying Karbanis, reciting Karbanis, is doing Tahara? So let's leave that question on the side, how it's accomplishing Tahara. But it's certainly accomplishing uh, a purpose in the world, says the Ramchal, in that it's cleaning up the world, purifying the world, and removing from this world any obstructions, any barriers and obstacles that are getting in the way of Hashem's radiance being able to... um, shine forth into this world. What's the obvious uh, spin that's going on over here, the obvious emphasis? The obvious emphasis that we see playing itself out over here is that there's an emphasis now on the world. And we're going to see this going through the entirety of Shacharis, that the focus is on the world. is on the world. And this gives us a gewaltige insight into how to understand what we're doing from this point forward with regards to what we were doing up until this point in our daily routine. In other words, here things take a serious and significant um, 90 degree turn and there is a serious and significant shift in the focus that's going on behind the scenes in our daily routine. Till now, what was the Ramchal busy with? He was explaining to us what Nagel Vassar does, washing your hands when you wake up. What putting on tzitzis does, what putting on tefillin does. Until now, the emphasis in each of these, without getting into the specifics once again, what, what the tefillin is, what the tzitzis is, what negelvaser is, but till now, it was a focus on the gavra, on the mensch, on, on, on we ourselves, an inner focus, a focus on perfecting myself, on, on um, bringing myself into realignment every morning, making myself crowned. We said tefillin is with the crown of God, putting on the badge of courage of God, that sits as putting on my uniform, um, enveloping myself with, with Hashem's garb, tzitzis, talis, making an ice, a sign that I'm connected to God, the splendor, the glory of God, tefillin once again, but the, but the bottom line is everything that we had till then, washing your hands in the morning is purifying my, my output, right? When you're asleep, the kaychas hatoma have infiltrated you, as we saw. Uh, they, they, they plant a, a, a flag. They, they, they stake out a claim in you, we saw. When I wake up, I purge that by washing my hands. But it's all been very self-focused and inwardly focused and me-focused. Tfilin, tzitzis, washing your hands has all been about fixing myself up. When we come to Shacharis, we're now turning our focus outward. 
and we're going to see this going on through all the four components over here of tefillah. Um, and that's the idea of turning a corner now from the, the nine paragraphs that we had in the, uh, till this point in Parak Vav, Av through Tez, which went through all the above modules and topics, Tzitzit, Tefillin, and washing hands. You get to Yod and An, it's now outward. It's, the shift and, 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 that we see now is, a, is moving from a focus inwardly to a focus outwardly, going from within to without. And, and, and the idea is a beautiful idea. We have now made it. Once we've washed our hands and we said Maidanu, we said Shema, excuse me, we put on tzitzis, we put on our tefillin, we have brought ourselves up to speed, we have brought ourselves in alignment, we have made ourselves um, total men of, of God, representatives of God's Malchus, of Hashem's kingdom, and we are now ready with. That, that supercharged tikkun and tikkunim, the, 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 um, the actions that, that went into um, building ourselves up and making ourselves those total representatives of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we are now ready to, arm, armed with all that, you know, energy and power, we're ready to do something with that energy and power. Okay, everybody got that? That's what's going on from Yud and An. That's what Tefillah is all about. We're applying that energy. We're applying that power. We're about to now do something with it. And that's the four steps of Chakras. We're taking everything that we did in perfecting ourselves, and now we are blasting away to, to um, affect the world around us with all of that energy and power that we have absorbed and, and that we have, uh, we have built up within ourselves. So this immediately has to be taken into our approach to davening. We keep saying this, that everything we have in this parak has to be made very practical. And Ramchal tells us what tzitzis are doing. You have to have that in mind every morning when you put your tzitzis on. You have to have in mind that this is the uniform of God. This is the badge of courage. This is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm wearing the mitzvahs, so to speak. I'm wearing all of Hashem's instructions. I'm someone that is an ambassador of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I, I tell it, I'm crowned with Hashem's crown of glory. I'm an agent of God. Same, we have to have all those kavadas when you, when you do all those mitzvahs and When we come to Shachris, wearing our tzitzis, wearing our talis, wearing our tzvillin, having washed our hands, and we open up the city, we're about to daven. So the kavana now is, I'm about to blast all this radiation out to the entire universe. I'm about to start perfecting the universe. That's what you're about to do. Not a personal exercise. It's not something that's contained and, and locked within ourselves. If I care, we're coming to Shul, to broadcast godliness to the entire world. And that starts with Karbanas. Let's come back now to Karbanas. Karbanas, the first step in chakras, our first step in projecting all this radiance outward is there on the level of sacrifices. Birchas HaShachar and the sacrifices on a sacrificial level. What am I doing when I say Karbanas? I'm being metahar the world. I'm purifying the world and removing from the world anything that's in the way. So let's, let's dwell on this idea now. So my first step in, in, in um, bringing now perfection, harmony, godliness, shlemus, completion to the world around me, is this idea of removing obstacles and removing barriers. And we'll see there's a progression over here that ultimately all the four steps of chakras are moving from 
bottom up. We're starting at the very bottom of this world, of this universe, of bring godliness to the universe. And we're going to be moving from the bottom of rung in ever-ascending rungs until we get to the highest level, until we get to the Rebbein himself. But we're starting from the bottom up. Instead of going from the top down, we'll see there's a reason for this. We're starting from the bottom up. So I'm perfecting this world. I'm bringing godliness into this world. But I have to start at the bottom most rung in this world. And the bottom most rung is this world when it, when it is in opposition to God. This world when, when it can't receive the radiance of God. This world around me when it's in a natural, so to speak, ground state, that is just ground, and it's grounded, and it can't get anything from God. I need to start over there, and that's the, the lowest rung. I need to start by addressing the world on its own terms, and upgrading the world one rung by removing everything from the world that gets in the way of godliness, i.e., that makes the world remain a world, a, gr- a grounded lowered state that's removed from God. That's the function of Karbanis. The function of Karbanis is to say that you're not a world that's separated from God. You're not a world that's grounded and, and you know, only has the um, um, that's only, you know, um, has, its, has its feet planted in the ground and that's it and there's nothing above those feet. You're a world that is capable of receiving godliness. Carbonus is there for me to make that declaration, for me to make that statement, and for me to say that this world is not something that's grand, that this world is something that has the ability for re- receiving godliness. Any aspect of this world which is there to be stuck in that grand state, and there to be in opposition to God, there to, to, to stubbornly proclaim that I'm a world, Carbonus is there to remove that, to kick that out of the way. The Ramchal said it's there to be metahar, the world, to purify. But here, purify is really the wrong translation. We asked before, are yeah, you purifying the world with carbonus? Tahara, letahar, could be translated as purify, but can also be translated as to, to um, clean something up. Tahara can mean to clean up. Can mean clean up. Getting rid of the schmutz. Getting rid of the... the um, the um, the soilage and the spoilage, the contaminations and the taints of this world, that can also be tahara, and that's what the tahara over here means. Just to simply clean up this world from all the uh, the um, refuse that accumulates in this world that makes this world worldly and makes this world uh, grounded. Okay, so let's, let's appreciate that idea. Let, let's try to develop that a little bit more. Again, the point of chakras is, is after I've perfected myself, I have to bring that perfection into the world. I, have to, I, I brought godliness into myself through my tzitzit, through my tefillin, through my nagalvasar. I have to now bring that godliness into the world. But I have to do it from bottom up, and I have to start from the very bottom and bring, bring godliness into this world. And the, and the very bottom step is get rid of the things that are in the way of godliness. Karbanas are there for me to get rid of everything that's in the way of godliness. What's in the way of godliness? This world stubbornly insisting that it's a world and it's removed from God. So how do Karbanas uproot that? Saying Karbanas. How do Karbanas uproot that? Karbanas uproot that by taking what's the, you know, the most, let's say, 
earthly and, and materialistic aspects of this world, things that are, are, are here just simply to keep the world as a world, to keep um, you know, the, the physical in the state of physicality, to maintain Gashmius as just Gashmius, and to say, no, that can be elevated. That is really just an opportunity for godliness. And that's really what Karbanas are. Karbanas is you take something that's as earthly as possible. You're taking animals, you're taking livestock, you're taking cows and sheep. And on the surface, from a superficial take, cows and sheep are earthliness, which are there just to maintain and to propagate earthliness. They're there, they don't have any higher purpose. Cows, cows come into show, we don't count them towards the minion. If sheep, yeah, I know, I, I, we think to ourselves always, you know, I don't know, we seem to do that all the time, right? Livestock comes into show, we seem to count them for many on all time, but you can't really, if real sheep come into the show, real cows come into the base Hakanesis, they don't do anything, you can't count them towards anything. Um, there's no ruchnius over there, and, and cows and sheep are locked into the state, what do they do? They do two things, cows and sheep are machines, that are built to maintain the population of cows and sheep. They just have more cows and sheep. And they're there to maintain the human beings in this world is there as well. They're there to provide me with food. They are machines that produce more cows and more sheep. They're machines that give me lunch, that give me supper, that give me breakfast. Produce, you know, balsa v'chalov. That's all livestock is. So we're talking about something in this world which presents uh, an opposition to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, presents which presents this world as something that can't receive godliness. That the, the world is locked in, as grounded as 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 a grounded world. So you see that very much so. Excuse me, in the animal world, the animal world is there to create more animals and and, and to give me lunch. It's food, food, and and the continuation of physicality. Carbonus is saying the very opposite. Carbonus is saying where you see food, we see an opportunity for godliness. Where you see machines that make more cows, machines that make sweaters, machines that make leather hide, leather wallets, and leather shoes, you see machines, I see an opportunity for godliness. Carbonus is a statement that this is not a world that's grounded, this is not a world that's physicality for physicality's sake, that's Gashmi's for Gashmi's sake. There's a world that that physicality is an opportunity to be a vehicle for projecting godliness. That's the whole point of Karbanas, and that's why we begin Shachos with Karbanas. It's there just to clear the stage, to clear the playing field, to say that this world can become a vehicle for godliness. This world doesn't have to be a world which is grounded, which is removed from God, which is in opposition to God, which can't receive godliness. No, I'm supercharged right now with godliness. Don't you see that I have my phone, I have my cleaned hands, my elevated hands, and I'm going to shine that into the world. And the first step of shining that into the world is to go through Karbanas and to say that that um, this world, to make a statement of Vinahapahu, where you see a cow, you see sheep, you see physicality for physicality's sake, I see physicality and I make a declaration that that physicality is there for spirituality's sake. So that's cleaning the world, that's removing the obstacles from the world, removing the impediments from the world that prevent godliness from coming in, and those impediments and obstacles are merely just the world 
trying to maintain its ground state of being grounded. Everybody understand? That's what we do with Karbanas. That's why we have to begin Shachas with Karbanas. That being said, Sir Meisha asked if he's, the Ramchal is calling Karbanas is one of the four components of Tefillah. And he's saying, you need to do Karbanas to clean up this world for the world to be able to receive godliness. If I would skip that step, it would seem that the whole thing can't get off the ground. If you skip the step, if you don't clean up the world, then I move on to the second, third, fourth step, which we see we're going to bring that radiance down. By bring that radiance down to a world which can't receive it, which can't accept it, if I didn't say Karbanas. So what do we do with the 50 mysterious pages of our Siddur that everyone skips every morning? Do we have to say Karbanas? You don't have to say Karbanas. If you don't have to say Karbanas, how can this be the first step? But, but if I don't say Karbanas, then I don't have anything to build the second through the fourth step on. So you have to say them, you don't have to say them. So here we're going to say, share a little bit of Shulchan Aruch. And really, Rabbi said, if you want to know the right thing to do, Right thing, and this is Pasha, this is a Psak Halacha from Shulchan Aruch. There's at the very least one carbon that really does need to be said every single morning. And ideally, you want to say it before davening. If you don't have time to say it before davening, make sure you say it after davening. But ideally, 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 say it before davening, and that's Parshas HaTamid. Parshas HaTamid. The Mishnah Baruch tells us make every effort to say the, the, carb, the, the, the uh, section of the Torah that discusses the daily offering every morning, Parshas HaTamid. And if you did that, you satisfied the first section of davening. Why? Because I started off with Parshas HaTamid. Parshas HaTamid is the idea that on a constant basis, on a daily basis, we're bringing Karbanas, on a daily basis, we start the day with Karbanas. We start the day with, with, with A, with something that's being done consistently, and B, something that's done first, the first item, first action day, we had this in Psachim, right? In the fifth parak, Tamid Nishchat, that the, the, the day in the base of English has to begin with the carbon Tamid. It's done with consistency, it, it, it's, 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 um, it's uh, done on a daily basis. Come what may, Shabbos, Yom Tov, it doesn't make a difference, you always bring it. And it's done as the first action of the morning. What, what is accomplished with that is we're beginning the day with a statement that what you see as a sheep we see as an opportunity for godliness. What you see as something that produces meat and milk and wool, all items and all matters physical, we see as an opportunity for godliness. And that's done on a daily basis, that's done on a constant basis, that's done on a consistent basis, and that's done on, on, on first basis. That's the first statement of the day. That's carbonus. That's leveling the playing field. That is removing the obstacles from this world that this world should not maintain itself stubbornly as a world that's Separate from God, that's granted, that's far away from God. No, Karma Talmud says, with consistency and constancy, this is a world that is opportunistic for bringing godliness in. So, halachically, you want to make sure you're at least saying the Karma Talmud every single morning. Parshas HaTalmud. Everything else is nice and it does more and more and more and more and more of this. But at the very least, it has to be saying Parshas HaTalmud every single morning. You really want to make sure you're saying that. Okay? And then you did your Karbanas. And then we're ready to move on after that to the second section of Tefillah, which we'll do next week, Mr. Hashem, on Monday. In the meantime, everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos, and thank you all for joining.